Leviticus 18.22 prohibits male same-sex intercourse, and Leviticus 20.13 prescribes the death penalty for violators. But Christians have never lived under the Old Testament law. The Old Testament contains 613 commandments for God's people to follow. Leviticus includes rules about offering clean and unclean food, diseases, bodily discharge, sexual taboos, and priests priestly conduct but the new testament teaches that christians that christ's death and resurrection fulfilled the law which is why its many rules and regulations never apply to christians romans 10 4 says christ is the end of the law colatians 2 13 through 14 says that god forgave us all of our sins having counseled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. Prohibits of things like mixed fabrics were part of the ceremonial law, but it wasn't the prohibit the prohibition of male same sex relations part of the moral law. Some argue that all laws are related to sexual conduct carry over to the New Testament, but Leviticus also prohibits sexual sex during the woman's menstrual period, which most Christians do not regard as sinful. Others suggest, wait a minute now. Some argue that laws that all laws related to sexual conduct carry over to the New Testament, but Leviticus also prohibits sex during the woman's menstrual period, which most Christians do not regard as sinful. Okay, let me go back to period six in Leviticus. That's that's yeah. He just really warning people that that shit is black magic. That's all that is. The shit black magic, but it's a period sex is a phrase that's used to describe sexual activity that happens while. At least one partner is ministering. But let me go to in the Bible. So they just was a bunch of alpha males. It's like Leviticus fifteen nineteen says when a woman has her regular flow of blood, the impurity of her monthly period will last seven days, and anyone who touches her will be clean, unclean till evening. Similarly, Leviticus fifteen twenty four says if a man lies with her and her monthly flow touches him. He will be unclean for seven days in the bed. He lies on will be unclean. Finally, Leviticus 20, 18 declares if a man lies with a woman during her monthly period and 
maintained sexual relations with her. He has exposed the source of her, he he has exposed the source of her flow, and she has also uncovered it. Both of them must be cut off from their people. As a result, the, in these scriptures, some hold that married couples should not have sex until the wife is having her period. The problem with this view is that if the scriptures are applied consistently, even touching a woman who is having her menstrual flow will be forbidden. Further, according to Leviticus 15, 23, even touching something that the woman has also touched will be forbidden. Do these laws apply to us today? No, they don't. Why? It is important to remember the purpose of the Old Testament laws concerning the blood, concerning blood. In the sacrificial system, blood was sacred. Hmm? What? I mean, it's it's because that shit is used as taboo here. Like it's used it's used as taboo. If the bitch got the wrong intentions, then yeah, you feel me? And that shit powerful because that's the sacrificial that's the sacrificial meaning. You feel me? The blood that shit mean a lot. But I really had never even damn really know really pay no attention to all that in the Bible. Tell me so why. So move my the eye. I'm looking. It's just crazy. It's a Jesus is they got some what?
I said, what was the first Bible? It said Old Testament canon. What was the very first Bible? The book in question is Kodak Sinning. Kodak S. I mean Kodak. C-O-D-E-X. S-I-N-A-I-T-I-C-U-S. Often referred to as the oldest Bible in the world. Mm-hmm. 